spirits. We are officially in season five, episode 52, by the way. But for me, it's episode 48. So be on the lookout for two bonus episodes. We are talking parenting all season long. In today's episode, I am taking you through some of the five key things I believe that parents are responsible for and how they connect my childhood, seeing my mom parenting style to my parenting style. This particular topic is near and dear to my heart because I want to establish the connection from when our parents raised us to how we millennials are now raising our children. Are we doing a good job? Are we failing our children? Join me in this discussion as I break down where my parents and I went wrong. Fly high spirits. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Kamal Empire Community and Public Relations. If God gave you the idea to start a business or pursue your dreams as a creative or an entrepreneur, this is your sign. Hi, my name is Orkia Kamal, and I'm the CEO and founder of Kamal Empire Community and Public Relations, a company created to assist creatives and entrepreneurs with branding, marketing strategies, as well as graphic design and social media managing. You can book your first free consultation with us on Facebook at Orkia Kamal or on Instagram at Kamal Empire CPR. Don't worry, at Kamal Empire, it gets easier. Are you ready to take flight? Allow Kamal Empire to spread your divine light. Fly high spirits. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but. Let go. Access granted. Yeah. Huh. Well, I got a DJ Mike in the building right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm still here. 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 Hey, <laughs> I'm still here. Oh, 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 oh. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. MB and Rocco, we right here. We right here. I ain't playing. Oh, we playing. They wanted me dead, uh, yeah. Put money on the head, okay. yeah. That's what my brother had said. Uh, that man ain't no killer, nah. Yeah, he was just scared, mm-hmm. yeah. He know he was born to be led, okay. yeah. Now I was born to be a dream. Uh, they say I had hearts, but all of them fled. Ooh. Hit the gas hard cause they like turning red. They eat, but they not getting fed. Cause of the hate, it's hard to break free, yeah. Spirits, grand rising, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time you are listening to this. And Abari Ghani, my beautiful spirited butterflies. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss Kiki Kamal, and this is my First Amendment podcast where I am your host. And for those of you who do not know, Abari Ghani is a Swahili for What's the News? And I'll tell you the news. But before I do, I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all old and new listeners. Honestly, I couldn't have done it without you. And uh, if you are new, this is what I like to call the inauguration. This is about no more than 20 minutes where I talk about uh, black entertainment or black news. Um... I typically will talk about, I'll give out some birthday shout outs, um, my week as an overview, and then, you know, basically what the episode is about. We just get into it. Oh, as, oh, and we just brought back business tip this uh, season, Spirits. So I'm going to explain to you all about what season five is when we get into the show, but, um, and you know, all about what this whole podcast is in general if you are new so don't worry anything about that don't worry so spirits it is september 11 2023 it's monday y'all can you believe it we made it to season five for those of you who do not know i break down my podcast in 12 episodes in those 12 episodes i put out two episodes a month which means over the course of those two episodes within a month and those 12, 12 episodes all together, it's about, about a six-month uh, season, if that makes any sense to anybody. Um, I thought I 
<clears throat> I thought it's, it sounded a lot simpler in my head. So if it if you rolling with it, then then we on the same page. Um, so this is the first episode to season five, and I am so proud of myself, Spirits, and I'm so proud of you for listening and tuning in with me because we did it. We did twelve episodes of season four, twelve episodes of season three, and um. Season two was a bust. Season one was like, uh, 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 uh. here we go. So I'm going to be putting out two bonus episodes because I was looking at my analytics and it said that I have 51 episodes, but they're counting the small little sections that I put in to kind of break things up. I don't count those as episodes. Neither do I count the trailer. So I'm going to put out some bonus episodes because in my eyes, I'm at episode 48. And I want to be at 50. So be looking out for those bonus episodes, spirits. How y'all doing, by the way? Anyway, um, that's about all I have as far as, like, updates or anything like that. Uh, Let's get into some news. Let's get into what's the news. All right, so let me get my phone out here. So, like I said, today is September 11th, Monday. We all know what happened uh, a couple years ago, back in 2001. Don't don't have me trying to remember dates and times and stuff, y'all, because it was such a long time ago. And I was in the ninth grade when this all happened. But, uh, yeah, 2001. So, I actually have some news for you that I just ran across. And, Spirits, if you are wondering where I get my news, my information from... I get it from BET. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this year though, we are remembering a beautiful woman named Marcy Borders, an unsung hero of the 9-11 attack. Um, this was an amazing story. I've never known about Miss Marcy, I've never heard this story before, but she was a 28-year-old legal assistant for Bank of America working on the 81st floor of the World Trade Center North Tower. And at 8.46 a.m., American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the building. Now, she was able to get out, but she was, like, very dusty. And you can check, and, I mean, (laughs) I hate to say dusty because she says she don't want to be, she don't want to die and be known as the dusty lady, but, I mean... I ain't trying to be funny, but like she was the dusty lady. So you, she, she gonna, she gonna go down in history as the dusty lady. You know what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, ain't nothing wrong with being dusty. You know? Um, not that she was real, not that she was dusty because she was dusty in life, but it was dusty because of the building. You know what I'm saying? Like when they broke into the, or crashed into the building, all the dust and the debris and everything like that. So, but long story short. Um, the debris and all the dust actually got into Marcy's, uh, you know, vitals and stuff like that. And it caused her to, um, uh, battle with like some type of disease. Um, I didn't, I don't want to go into too, too much details, but it, she battled with, uh, a disease and she actually ended up dying in 2015. She was 42 years old. Uh, so I just want to take a moment to remember her, remember 9-11, remember, the thousands and thousands of people that uh, lives were taken that day um, by flight uh, 175 and um, including Marcy uh, Border. So was it 2,750 people died in New York. So rest in peace to all of those people. And um, for those of you who did not know Marcy Borders, now you do. Okay, um, moving on. This, uh, so speaking of attacks, okay, and that's, this is not funny. This is just shocking because I, I be, I, I, I don't be in the loop spirits. And I think this is why I do this, not just for myself. I mean, not just for you, but for myself, because I really don't be knowing what be going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? And for those of you who don't know what be going on in the world, but kind of want to know what be going on in the world, but not really want to know what's going on in the world because you consider yourself outside of the world. This is for you, right? Um, so August was um, August twenty seventh. This is old news, but still current and kind of local ish because it happened in Jackson, Florida, and you know we are currently residing. I am currently residing in Tampa, Florida. So they say uh, in Jacksonville, a gunman was racially motivated and attacked 
um, uh, some people in uh, Dollar General. I really don't want to say his name, um, but it was three black people that this uh, young Caucasian male uh, gunned down and attacked. At a dollar general. And see, this is this is what I be talking about, spirits. And I, and I probably shouldn't say this, um, but this scares the living shit out of me because I like going to, like, hood places, okay? You will always find me at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning at, like, a Walmart or, like, you know, a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General. You know, these are my places. You know, this is where you get cheap stuff at, right? Um, and you know, and Caucasian people know that. So it's like, we are literally sitting ducks. And when I say we, I'm talking about myself because I literally like going to these places. Okay. I'm talking about rainbow city trips. (laughs) Do not come for me, Caucasian people. Don't nobody like, you know, why they don't never, I was going to say why they don't never get their own stuff, but that wouldn't make no sense. Right. Obviously. Anyway. Yeah. So over that conversation. Moving on, in entertainment news, <laughs> why they don't never get itself? Okay, <laughs> but uh, no, for real. You know what? I and I ain't trying to, and I, you know, I ain't trying to like, and you know, start no riots or nothing like that. But how would they feel if the shoes was turned? You know what I'm saying? And then some random young African American male, Aboriginal, whatever he want to call himself. Just decided to bring a gun to, you know, the Whole Foods Market, Publix, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, who shops at? Be- anyway, um, moving on. Let's talk about Krishan Rock. This is entertainment. So, Spirits, Krishan Rock gave birth to her beautiful son, who she named Krishan Rock. Or I think it's just Krishan. <laughs> to my Krishan Rock. I think her, I don't even know her full name, you know, don't get me to lying, but um, she named her son Krishan, and I think it's so dope, because I truly believe that God gives you a son um, when you, when you don't, when you, so basically it's like, he, God, like, low-key know that, like, men is not going to give you the love that you deserve, so, like, he gives you a son, I, I'm not saying that because I don't have a son. I'm just saying, like, I truly believe that that's a thing. And then I believe that we have daughters for women who uh, probably will never have female friends. <laughs> or for women who uh, probably, you know, probably a little hoish back in the day. And that's okay. And that happens, you know, karma, right? Uh, but for her, you know, she was blessed with a son. Not saying that uh, daughters aren't a blessing, okay? Uh, but, yeah, she was blessed with a son. And, um, obviously, Blueface never showed up to the hotel or the hospital. She said that she didn't want him to. But that's besides the point. Um, but now he's talking about taking her child. So, it's like, it's so funny, Spears, because we're in season five. We're talking parenting. And we're talking custody battles. We're talking disciplinary. We're talking being friends with your, your children. We're talking all this fun stuff. And here come Krishan Rock. Talking about she about to go through custody battle as well. I mean, it seems like it's it's nobody is exempt from custody issues. Unless, like, you just, just, you and your partner just got real pure, the purest hearts, and y'all care nothing but about the children's health and growth, and, and y'all just want to see them through. That, that rarely happens. But that is your entertainment news, okay? Spirits, I got some um, business tips. We are talking business tips um, this season. We're going to um, implement that into the inauguration, um, which is basically the morning greeting. And the reason why is because we ain't talking business at all this season. Um, we only talk business on even seasons. And this is season five. All the way live. I, we're not really all the way live. Okay. Uh, but we are going to be doing some autograms. And that's what the business tips is about. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So, Spears, do y'all know what auto audio, audiograms are? Let me let me tell you. Okay. So, I find it very dope that a podcast audiogram is an image that has been converted into a video and combined with other components on top, such as waveforms and transcriptions. Essentially, it's an autogram. Essentially, an autogram is a podcast promo usually shared across 
social media. Think of it as an advertisement or trailer for your podcast. So, Spirits, I'm just now finding out about it. And I've been looking for this particular thing for a while. I have been lying to my audience using Canva and using the fake wave links. And then putting a 30-second clip on top of it for my podcast. And it has just been not okay for me. Some people was like, yeah. Even my sister, she was like, oh, my God, it looks so real. And I'm like, sis, it is real. But yet, it wasn't at the same time. But fear no more, spirits. If you have a podcast and you are trying to figure out a better way to advertise your podcast, but you don't quite want to put a video out there yet, because maybe you don't have the equipment, maybe you don't have the good quality, maybe you just shy, you know, your camera shy and you just ain't ready yet. I don't know what your issue is, but I'll tell you that the app headliner, and I know this sounds like a damn commercial and I'm sorry, but this is just the way I was born to talk. <laughs> okay. But the app headliner, it actually is going to be an amazing tool for you to, to minimize and to monetize your podcast experience. <clears throat> so, uh, spirits, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, go to your Apple store or your Google Play store. I'm not familiar with Android. <laughs> you know um but yeah go to your store whichever store that may be and download headliners is it headline or headliners don't get me the line y'all stop it um let's 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 shoot for headliners first and it's like a purple uh circle with a black h that's look like it's smiling so there you have it there you have it spirits that is your business tip all right, so y'all know it's uh what <laughs> it's September, right? It's it's Virgo season. Ooh, that was really hard for me to say. Um, and I'm gonna let them. Ha- I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let them have a moment. <laughs> okay. So let's give some birthday shout outs now. Y'all know I do not, and I'm gonna be one thousand one hundred and eighty five percent clear when I say this. I have had some bad experiences. I have had some really bad experiences exists with Virgos. So typically, typically I don't fuck with Virgos, but unfortunately, I have some Virgos in my family. Now, they happen to be younger, so I don't necessarily have to associate myself with them if I don't want to and I can keep on the same same wavelength of not being not being fuckable with Virgos, but they are my niece and nephew, so we'll see how the future goes. But any other further Virgos, to be honest, I may not know them to like them. And I may not know them to hate them, to not love them. I don't know if that makes any sense. But I guess what I'm trying to say is there will never be a Kiki and Virgo friendship. I, that, that, that's all I got to say. All right, so Virgo season, birthdays. I have a beautiful niece. Who name is Kari? I am not uh, sure of her birthday, but I know she is a Virgo, and I completely—I don't feel too bad about what I said about on Facebook about like, hey, I don't love no Virgos, whatever. I was just joking, but I typically like Virgos. Just typically, like, kind of in a way, typically don't really like exist for me, if that makes any sense. Like, they're there, but they're not there. So they're there for other people, but they just don't. They just they. It's like when you know it's there, but do I need it? I don't know. I don't know. I guess some people need when I don't. Um, and then there is um, shout out to Big Ray though. Big Ray from Nucio. He is cancer free and he is a Virgo and he is having his birthday bash <clears throat> at um at his location. Um, uh, dang, I can't never think of the location. Um, you know the location? You know Big Ray Nucio? I'm trying to think of his name. Big Ray Nucio. Okay. He's having his birthday bash at Dunn's River Karaoke. So definitely, and that is going to be taking place uh, <clears throat> Wednesday, November 22nd. This man ain't no Virgo. This man ain't no Virgo. This man ain't no Virgo if it's taking place November 22nd. Anyway, 
he posted it. So if he is a Virgo, happy birthday, Big Ray Nucio. If not, um, you know, it is what it is. And then I got my nephew, uh, uh, CJ. His uh, birthday is coming around the mountain here pretty soon. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know when, so don't ask me, honestly. Um, I just truly don't know. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not, now people are going to take this the wrong way because I don't hate Virgos. Let's just sum this shit up because I personally, I don't care. I don't hate Virgos. And if you are listening to your Virgo and you like, oh, I don't want to listen to you no more. That's fine because I, I would never listen to your podcast. But I don't hate Virgos. I just, uh, hmm, I would rather just not associate myself in like a tight knit fitting uh uh, situationship, you know what I mean? Like friendship, relationship. Like, I just don't want to be close to where things can get crazy. Like I would never just, you know, you know what I'm saying? I would just never be a friend if that makes any sense, but a supporter far away. Absolutely. I know a few Virgos. I know a few Virgo poets. I don't hate them. It's just that like they, you know, they should never invite me to anything. Cause I, pro- I would never come if that makes any sense. Okay. But if they end up being at an event and I'm at, I feel like I got to sum this. If they're at an event that I'm at, I would never hate on them. I would cheer them on. But at the same time, you won't too much catch me like trying to take a picture with them. If that makes any sense. Like, do you, I just feel like y'all don't get what I'm coming from. But I get where I'm coming from and it don't really matter. <clears throat> All right, I'm moving on. I'm over it. I hope you are too. And if you're a Virgo, happy season to you. All right, let's get into this quote. Let's get into this season. Let's get into the show. Lego. It is time for parents to teach young people early on that in diversity, there is beauty and there is strength by Maya Angelou. Okay, so, spirits, what's up, what's up, it's your girl, Miss Kiki Kamal, and you are listening to my First Amendment podcast. Uh, Real quick, some of you are new, and you're like, what is this podcast all about? I get it, I get that a lot on the streets as well, so (laughs) let me tell you, a lot of people uh, are confused about who I am, you know, I'm, you know... A multifaceted person and a multitude of personalities, right? I was diagnosed with uh, borderline personality disorder. My name is Orkia Miss Kiki Kamau. I am a Tampa native or a Tampa girl. I am a mother of two. I am a United States Navy veteran and I'm an artist, entrepreneur, Aboriginal, and uh, I truly believe in following your purpose. All right. So I said all that to say is you're going to get a lot from me. You know, you're going to get business. You're going to get comedy. You're going to get sadness. You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff because that's who I am. Don't expect me to be who you are because I don't know you. Okay. So that is what my podcast is about. It's about me getting to know me. But at the same time, I want to break generational curses. Why not? Right. Because I'm the sixth of sixth child of uh, of six and um I think that's my goal here that's my job that's my purpose on life so I'm following it right and with breaking generational curses there's going to be topics that I'm going to be talking about that may be a little triggering interracial relationships uh sex parenting you know talking about putting myself on blast but at the same time saying all those things that we used to sweep under the rug as in black families, it's time to get the dustpan and sweep it in the dustpan, sweep, pour it in the damn trash, tie the trash bag up, and put it in a dumpster, and then come back in the house and talk about how the uncle is making you uncomfortable. Like, what the f- So anyway... However, on even seasons, such as season two, four, six, and so on and so forth, I will always be interviewing 
artists and entrepreneurs, all creatives and entrepreneurs. Why? Because my company is designed around public relations, which is media, PR, promotions. <laughs> you get it? Advertise. Okay, I hope you get it. All right, so that is what my podcast is about, Spirits, and we are officially in season five. So let me bring you up to speed. Season one, you were getting to know me. Who am I? 10 things I hate about myself. Uh, how I'm how I procrastinate, how I'm not consistent, blase, squaze, right? Where I'm from, how I was bullied. You get it, okay? Or just listen to the previous episodes. Season two, artists and entrepreneurs. Season three, we talked about interracial relationships. We talked about sex. And I gave my final thoughts and opinions along with having guests with their thoughts and opinions as well. Season four, again, artists and entrepreneurs. Are you catching the drift here, spirits? And now season five, we are talking parenting all season long. I hope that helps you in this uh, confusion of what my podcast is about. It's about me, okay? But at the same time, I want to share some light on you too. <laughs> All right, so let's talk parenting. We talked to you. Uh, we talked to you about getting caught up. Um, what this season means for me. I'm a mom of two, like I said before, and um, uh, I've heard so many different things. You know, you're not so good. You are great. You could be better. Here's some things that you should be doing. Right? I get it. <laughs> it didn't come with a rule book. I have no idea. I, I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, but they were given to me. And so I'm going to do it right. Whatever that means. Um, this subject is very important to me spirits because it's a touchy subject. It's, it's a subject that can have so many different avenues and topics and, and discussions and, and so many different people can have so many different opinions on it because who's to say, what is a good parent, you know? What's a good mom? What's a good dad, you know? Um, I am not an expert. However, I have lived it and I have experienced it. And I do got something to say. So why not say it? Uh, so for these next 12 episodes, sit back, relax. I'm sorry that I sound like a commercial again. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, and you can join the discussion with us. We are talking co-parenting with an ex, disciplinarying your children, being friends with your children, and so on and so forth. I don't know if I should get like some type of menu of what's coming up next, but I also don't want to jinx myself. So just keep listening to the episodes when they come out. Maybe if you hit that bell, you'll always know what it's about, if that makes any sense. If that makes any sense, spirits. All right, so let's get this party started. What is parenting? All right, so we're talking parenting. And uh, before I can get into what is parenting, let's jump into my childhood, shall we? Spirits. All right, so <clears throat> let's talk about what was parenting like for me as a child or what was parenting like in my childhood um picture the year 1987 no i'm just kidding uh so i grew up in the 90s era and back then uh pro black being pro black was starting to fade away it kind of was like really cool in the 80s but it started to dwindle in the 90s so those teachings were starting to um fall to the waistline when it came to the black culture. So needless to say, I wasn't too educated on those particular things. Um, when it came to public school systems, and I'm just touching on this because I tried to do this earlier, did not work experience, so now I'm just gonna touch on these subjects and then we will dive deeper into those conversations once I have my guests. How about that? All right. But when it came down to public education, um, I'm going to be honest, a lot of my family members 
weren't um, gun ho about having an education or uh, following through with your education because at that time in the 90s, it was more popular to have a job. You know, people were more um, dead set on skill sets and um, uh, uh, what is it? Um, jobs that like basically like places like job core places that train you for a particular um skill so education was starting to yet again fall to the waistline um i know for my mom she didn't get her ged until she was until i was 10 years old so just imagine if education is falling um you know to the waistline and you're in as while you are a parent, you're not really going to too much instill that into your children when you your focus is on feeding and clothing and sheltering them as well. So it's only so much a single mother can do. It's only so much um, a father on drugs can do. It's only so much um, black people as a whole can do in the society that they were thrown into, if that makes any sense. Let's talk love. Um, when it comes to parenting, in my childhood, love was something that was not fully bestowed onto me, I know particularly. Um, they actually would pick on me as a child because I was very loving and they would call me lubby-dubby, which is not even like to me a thing to like pick on people about. Like that, that doesn't make any sense if you would pick on someone that's overly loving. That is just like, wouldn't you pick on someone that's... Uh, underly loving you know what I'm saying like that just don't give a fuck about nobody when you be like hey you a hater you a hater instead of hey you a lover you a lover that shit just don't even make sense it well I was gonna say it's kind of like picking on gay people but it's not but it's just really it's kind of like picking on happy people like wh- what is the purpose of that you know what I'm saying it just don't make no sense and now people gonna be like well why it makes sense to pick on gay people Bitch, it don't make sense to pick on something that is completely like the opposite of you. <laughs> okay? How about that? Um, Discipline. Oh, shoot. Let's go back to love really quick. So when it comes to love, like, it wasn't um, instilled on us to love our siblings. It wasn't instilled on us to love other people outside of the world. It was more kind of like to each his own, you know, every man for himself type shit. Discipline. Now, discipline, like I said, I grew up in the 90s. If you listen to any of my previous episodes, which a lot of people didn't, and they assume that I'm telling all my business on these newer episodes, which is just really sad. It's really sad. If you have not heard season one, two, and three, it's your problem. That is like literally your problem, not my problem. But discipline was another thing that was pretty popular for for parents in the 90s. You know, you're supposed to whoop your children with whatever. You know, a shoe, a hat, a belt, a scarf, a rope, you know, a water hose, a, a switch. You would make them go cut a switch off a tree all type of weird shit you know but that was the thing that was like that's what you do that's how you get them in line you know or you in you put the fear of god into them either or and they both work some i'm be honest a lot of people in my generation are fucks they're assholes they're fucking losers and they're just really not gonna amount to anything but i don't blame our discipline i think the discipline was on point i think it was something else (laughs) No, but honestly, I don't I don't know what's wrong with my generation. Um, but I feel like a lot of us are getting it together. Um, but honestly, maybe it was too much discipline because there were times where my brother was literally hog tied. Like literally they tied his feet and hands. I but it wasn't my mom, it was my sister and cousin. I'm just gonna throw that out there. But that was okay. Like it was okay for the neighbors to beat you and and it was just a lot of discipline, you know, it was a lot. Uh, So that's probably why a lot of my people in my generation got, like, PTSD. They're just really fucked up in the head. Um, But that's okay. Hey, that makes us more beautiful, right? Um, And then there's health. You know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in the hood. So we had a lot of trucks that would come by and uh, give us free medical, medical, I can't even say it right, medical care. And honestly, if you were a part of the system, which is, like, receiving any type of government aid, uh, whether it's 
food stamps or welfare section eight anything like that you were getting free care medical care and dental care for your children because of these weird ass trucks that would show up now i'm be honest when they would give out the shots and stuff one time my brother arm swelled up and he got bumps all over it and one time my arm got like a little bit of a knot but it like went away within a week but still like what is it what, what kind of shot does that like it's just you know it's just, things shouldn't harm you i i don't i, I don't know i mean like if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it if i'm already healthy why are you giving me more stuff to be even more healthier like that shit just don't make sense to me like why should i be super healthy what are you trying to turn me into a goddamn superhuman so i just i, I don't know I, I don't i super healthy a little too much extra discipline that's okay <laughs> um okay so let's talk religion um like i said religion when i was a, a child parenting when it came to religion in my childhood um i grew up going to church my mom would like force us into church she would listen to gospel music growing up um on sundays or or when she's cleaning up um she would always tell us that god was watching us god don't like ugly and you know um god bless child has his own i don't even know bible scriptures i just know the made-up shit that she say on a daily basis to keep us in line so don't talk to me about god because i'm gonna just keep repeating god don't like ugly god bless child has own and you know uh do unto others you have to do unto others. <laughs> that's all i know okay so but honestly like you know going to church with my aunt and being baptized at 13 and having that um uh, religious instilled into me was like was was like the norm for the 90s children we would wear the stockings and we were you know they would wear the ugly ass floppy hats and you know what i ain't gonna lie back then it was ugly but now that i'm older i think that shit is so dope and now i want one and i want an orange one too and i will get one too um and, and when i do and i'm gonna go to church all the time only because i have this orange hat but okay that was parenting when i was a child all right, so let's talk about the way I parent. Go with the teachings. Now, like I said, teachings growing up wasn't instilled when it comes to black history. I bought a book to try to teach my children black history, but I'm not the best at being consistent with the black history. And I think that's partly another reason why I started the podcast, because if you don't learn nothing from me in the physical world, hopefully, <laughs> you know, audio will make make up for that. But I do do my best. Um, I actually tried to start like a summer school program for my children. I bought books. I teach them a lot of black history, uh, you know, um, when it comes to music, poetry, um, Malcolm X. Uh, and, but also I will still to this day say I'm learning myself. My father just learned about Mansa Musa. So he's still learning. I'm still learning. I feel like as a culture, we're also learning because it was taken away from us, if that makes any sense. And they're continuing to try and take it away from us. So I'm not mad at my past. And I, as far as my present, I'm continuing to try to do better. And I'm trying to come up with a system. So maybe like every time my children come home from school, and I was just thinking about this the other day too. I'm thinking like every time they come home from school, well, specifically Kai, but then when every time Lena's here, like every day have them do some type of like black history, like um, fact, like I teach them somebody and then give them like a quote or something and then tell them who they are and then have them like write it down. I'm like figuring that out, but I want to make it like a fun game. So Spirits, if you know anything to like kind of make black history fun in the home for children, but like something where I don't have to like do too much. <laughs> because like I want to do it but like don't like force me to want to do it you know what I mean um because I, I want to be led but like lead me when I'm in the mood to be <laughs> anyway uh so yeah so if you know any ideas like that definitely let me know because I'm interested as far as education um public school education when it comes to my children I'm kind of like a bully in a way opposite of what my parents taught me um i kind of be like oh only lame people get c's <laughs> oh, i'm such a child don't judge me but like i just don't know how else to give them the incentive to do better so i'm like oh only losers get c's all the cool children get a's and b's and i even like went to college and i've been in college and i keep going in and out because my life is like hard 
Um, but yeah, I uh, I show them like, look, mommy's even getting A's and B's, you know. So I try to give them incentives. I even try to say, hey, you know, I'll give you money if you get an A and B. Now that was told to us. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember reing up on my money though. So, but anyway, um, you know, things like this for children to be like, hey, do better. I I honestly, I think that. It's not about having good grades. It's about being able to retain the knowledge and then being able to re uh re reiterate the knowledge or basically uh dish the knowledge back or par- or paraphrase the knowledge. I don't know what word I'm looking for to basically say like to to be able to give the knowledge back out or teach it or if that makes any sense i'm like losing my brain cells over here but yeah to me that's how education i feel like that's important like i'm able to uh obtain it i'm able to understand it and i'm able to uh explain it if that makes any sense i can obtain it i can um i can understand it and i can explain it Does that make sense? Okay. Now, love. Like I said, I was a very loving child, but it was like be out of me. They they picked it out of me. They just, they bullied it out of me. And so like my mom stopped me from sleeping with her at age five, which is fine. I get it. You know, she had shit going on, you know, and, you know, things to do. And, And I don't think children should be sleeping with their parents anyway at the age of five. So it's like, I get it. So I'm not mad at her. I ain't mad at you, mad at you. But at the same time, the love, the love, the love, the love was not there because to this day, you can, my brother or my sister will probably be like, oh, I don't fuck with them. I don't fuck with her. Like we literally as siblings will say we don't fuck with each other or I don't like you right now or I hate you or I kill you. We say that to our own siblings like, oh, we wish bad on our own because the love was not instilled in us. Now, for my children, oh, my gosh, that is, like, my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, please, tell your sister you love her, hug your sister, kiss your sister, go to sissy. And I'm I'm very, and one of my favorite things about me, um, a lot of people be like, how can this be your favorite? But I don't give a fuck. I, I was married to a Caucasian man, and I love the fact that I was able to be endoused into his family because I was actually able to see what other parenting is like and i mean, and i and i ain't saying that caucasian people got it all right right you know what i'm saying because if you go through history we you know we you know if you take it back to spain who was the ones that came and taught them how to clean and you know bathe and stuff like that i get it but what i'm saying is when it comes to soft parenting and all that little shit they be doing I love the love that they express and that they are adamant about with their siblings and just in, in, in family in general, um, with their grandparents, their aunts, their uncles. You know, I love the love and I love the fact that they're open to communication, even if it's a hard type of communication. I love that. So when it comes to love, I'm very, I hug my children. I kiss my children. I tell them they're beautiful. You know, I, I spank them on their booty. My my oldest daughter told me she don't want me doing it no more. I don't know why she think that's weird, but then she'd be looking at me when I began dressed. So I just feel like, you know, where do we draw the line here? But anyway, um, I am, I'm in love with my girls almost like in a, not obsessed, like weird, like, you know, way, but I'm in love with them. I think they're beautiful. And I am, they are my best, I'm their best friend. They're not my best. Well, I don't know if I'm their best friend. Well, I should ask them. But anyway, um, when it, I really, I when it comes to love, like I just, I, I love the love, you know, and I want them to love their cousins and I want them to love their aunties and, you know, and, and the uncles that are not weird. And and you know, just just love. It's okay to love, and it's okay to hug, and it's okay to kiss, and it's okay to it's okay to be a goddamn human because that's who we are. <laughs> so I I instill that deeply into the children. Now let's talk discipline, child. Cause now, growing up, I don't remember a thing called child protective services, but I know it existed. But back then, 
again, everybody can beat the children, the neighbor, the, the dog. Everybody can whoop your child's ass if your child is out of line. So where when do CPS come? You know what I mean? They don't know. I don't know. So when it came to discipline for me, I became very aware of who the fuck CPS was at a very early age, uh, you know, very early on. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, and thanks to my ex, my ex, uh, my ex fiance, because he loved to call child protective services. But anyway, I had a conversation with child protective services one time because the way I disciplined was just like my mom, you know, you use a whoop, you use a belt. I didn't believe in switches. I didn't believe in water hoses and all that stuff, but I would, get a belt i you know i you know hey i push your ass you know if i had a son i probably would hit him upside his head but now you know as an adult now i'm talking about in the past if i had a son i probably would have hit him upside his head but now at the age that i am now i would not do that i would just probably look at him and go oh you're just like your daddy you know but that's probably still not good and i do do say that i'd be like oh just like your daddy and that's probably not good either but i get that from my mama so it is what it is okay Things happen. Things trickle down. Generational curses. Generational cycles. Shit just got to get broken. And that's what I'm, That's what it's all about. So when it comes to discipline, I was whipping my children. I'm not going to lie. I whooped. I was yelling. Oh, that's not, that's not. And, you know, I'm prior military, so I believe in maggots. God damn it, maggot. God damn it, Forrest. You know, shit like that. You are the, you are one of the smartest motherfucking soldiers. You know, so that was me. And um, CPS told me straight up, you know, don't beat him with a belt, beat him with your hand. I was like, oh, my God, why would I do that? And it was like, that's the way to do it. So <laughs> so when it comes to discipline, I that's what I would do. Um, and I no longer beat my children with a belt. I still yell, but these are things that got to get worked on, right? Okay, let's talk health. Health, you know. Again, if you are receiving any type of supplement from the government, any type of aid from the government, you're going to get assistance when it comes to medical and dental. So I said all that to say my children are being assisted in medical and dental. But let me tell you the difference between my parents and me. First of all, my daddy was not there. He's an ex-crackhead. And I don't know if y'all know that, but I don't say it in the past. But my mother... She showed she was at the trucks with us, you know, getting our little shots or whatever when they was like basically instilling probably the damn measles or whatever in us. But she wasn't she didn't skip work to go to all the appointments and stuff. For me, I break my neck to go to every doctor's appointment, every dentist. I want to film it. I want to take pictures. I want to see the growth because I I am obsessed with health. If I had if well, I'm a procrastinator. But if it, if God gave me the financial stability, I would have a damn garden and we would we would and and we would garden our own food, our own vegetables, our own spices. And also, I really want to start teaching the girls how to make their own deodorant and their own toothpaste and their own hair products. Like I'm all about health. I'm all about the new wave. And I believe that was because of society pushed my generation into understanding that and knowing that. And again, I believe that the past generation just was was just uh was um stripped from that. And that's just that's just is what it is. I think my ideal way of parenting, like I said, I would like to teach my children more black history, but in a fun way. I would like to give them more um love when it comes to family members i would like to bring a tribe a community with us when it comes to discipline i want to stop yelling i don't my children even told me they was like mom when you yell that's like the worst thing you could do and i'm gonna my, my, my oldest daughter told me she gonna start cursing so i'm gonna stop yelling so that way we won't have no beef here okay because we're two leos it's, that's that's just not ideal <laughs> um as far as health wise i think they're just as great as good as as great can be um, when it comes to religion, I would like to instill the fear of God in these children, but at the same time, I feel like, I feel like this generation is kind of like, I feel like it's up to them to decide. I feel like that's a, that ain't got nothing to do with me. And I feel like I love God. I'm scared of God. And I feel like if they not um, scared of God, I feel like that's their problem. And I feel like, I feel like that's not my problem. I feel like I gave them to God 
and I feel like God see that I gave them to him and I feel like that's his job you you see what I'm saying so I I've relinquished it I want my it's above me so it's up to them to find their way (laughs) I'm gonna keep telling them and you know playing the music but honestly I just kind of feel like it you know it's for God to find his own angels, you know, and bring them to him, you know, and that's just kind of how I see religion. And I don't think I'm going to change, but I would like to go to church if I get an orange um, hat. I'm definitely going to be going to church every Sunday for sure. And studying the word because I do love to study the word. Um, as far as communication, I would like to be a lot more open and honest with my children. And I think I am. I tell them the real blood, raw truth. I tell them stuff that you probably shouldn't tell your children. But they need to know about rape. They need to know about murderers and, and pedophiles that might live next door. They need they need to know about a, a, a fucked up uncle that tried to touch me. They need to know about a crazy cousin that, that did some. They, they, need, they, need, they need to know these things because I want to equip them with with uh more information than i have if that makes any sense and and if i can prevent my children from making any mistakes that i've made then i think i've done a great job as a mother and as a parent now even though i'm a single parent and that would be awesome for me to be coupled and be married and be married and just live that beautiful fantasy beautiful cinderella life um right now i'm doing it on my own and i think based on my upbringing, I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job. Yes, I have more learning to go and knowledge to know, but I think with time, I am learning to be a better mother and parent than I received myself. So I hope, spirits, that you too um, can share your journey and hopefully feel more comfortable to open up about what you've been through, what you shared as a parent how you are as a parent and how you want to move forward. And hopefully we can move forward together as a community and just, you know, be stronger parents and a tribe together. Because honestly, it it really do take a tribe to raise these weird ass children. We got a weird ass generation that's coming. And uh, it's probably going to get weirder, y'all. Spirits, it's going to get weirder. So it's really up to us. It's up to this generation and the generation behind me um to really get this get us in line so we can educate simulate infiltrate and regulate the fuck out of the system so spirits i hope you enjoyed the show you already know this is what the season is going to be about we are talking all bunch of stuff with parenting i'm not the best i'm not perfect but i'm here god i'm here no i'm just playing um color purple reference but it is what it is y'all you know we're gonna be talking with my dad we're gonna be talking with my mom we're gonna be talking with my brother we're gonna be talking with my sister we're gonna be talking with guests because people got to get a lot of shit off their chest in order for us to move into a better year we got three more months spirits let's go if you like the show please let me know don't forget to subscribe and comment and uh stay tuned for the outro fly high spirits Do not forget to hit that bell ringer. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I look forward to hearing from all of you. And if you are wanting to be a part of the show, don't forget to let me know. Uh, I want you to understand and keep in mind, moving forward in the outro, we're going to start doing a artist spotlight as well as a business spotlight so if you are an artist or an entrepreneur with a business and you want to be acknowledged or you want a shout out of your business or your artistry or your album or whatever the case may be um in season five let us know because we are giving shout outs and handles are coming up so stay tuned question are you a parent that question is going to be in this episode spirit so definitely answer that question and if you are if you are a parent and you you know you you want to talk about any of these topics if you feel like you know you've been through what I've been through and you know you feel like there's some things that you know we can um we can build on and grow together hit me up let's talk about it and answer that question please 
Next episode is coming out September 25th. You already know it's a Monday, but the times have changed, spirits. It's going to be at 8 p.m. now. Why? Because I said so. It only makes sense to me, okay? It don't have to make sense to you no more. Um, Now, social media handles for my artistry. If you are looking for me as artistry, when it comes to poetry slash spoken word slash writing, when it comes to hosting slash comedy, check me out at Miss Kiki Kamal at That Girl in Orange on Instagram. That's T H A T G I R L N O R A N G E. That Girl in Orange on Instagram. M-Z.K-I-K-I-K-A-M-A-U uh, is how you spell my name. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at that girl in orange on Facebook at that girl in orange and on YouTube at Miss Kiki Kamal. Now, spirits, keep in mind, I am going to be putting out some YouTube shorts. I, you know, I said to myself, season five, we going live and I'm trying to figure out how to go live. Man, fuck all that. I ain't going live. I'm doing YouTube shorts. I'm doing autograms. We doing it the way I want to do it. And then when it's time to go live, we going to go live. You feel me? Spears, there are no events to uh, put out. However, we just completed an event called Loud on 7th. It was a six-day event that happens here, um, presented by uh, a good friend of mine named H. And, uh, you know, hosted by a good friend of mine named Chris Jackson. He is a really dope host, uh, a rapper, and he, uh, I don't know if he has a podcast or if he just interviews people, but either or dope 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 so this is a every uh year festival so definitely um i will give you the info and the details next year um yes spirit so if you are looking for business when it comes to branding marketing or social media managing or what have you with the kamal empire with my company, Kamal Empire, where I am the CEO and founder of public relations. Um, and if you are looking for branding, marketing, strategies, uh, graphic design, social media managing, and so much more, definitely check Kamal Empire out on Facebook at Orkia Kamal. That's O-R-K-I-Y-A-K-A-M-A-U. Or on Instagram at Kamal Empire CPR. That's K-A-M-A-U. E-M-P-I-R-E-C-P-R or on YouTube at Kamal Empire C and P-R. So don't forget to check those out. Interviews will be coming soon from uh, latest season uh, along with uh, On the Spot with Miss Kiki Kamal with Miss Kiki Kamal uh, interviews from Instagram will be going up uh, soon on YouTube as well. Um, Other than that, that is the end of the show, spirits. <clears throat> so, definitely let me know um, if you enjoy the show. Uh, it's been fun, but I got to run. I do, however, want to hear from you. So, please, like I said before, like, comment, and subscribe, and hit that bell button so you can uh, know when uh, we're here. And let's just build on our community, right? Until next time, I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to speaking with you, and I look forward to empathizing with you. Until next time, fly high spirits. <laughs> I am a match for you. I get the crowd lit after you. Yeah, that is what masters do. They say she a poet, now a rapper too. Ooh, ooh, how she so confident? Try to take out her confidence. Say her poetry nonsense, using explicit. She is not God sent, but I'm still here. And I think I made that very clear. Okay. I'm still here, I'm still here, I'm still here, I'm still here. Hey! <laughs> I'm still here!